This is the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. And if you're wondering why the Jay, the answer is I am not a bagpipe player. And if that joke doesn't make any sense to you, I encourage you to check out episode zero, where I explain that joke, as well as the purpose of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast, where we talk about faith, family, fitness, finances, and sometimes fun. Well, friends, we are in the midst of the summer, are we not? Um, I'm recording this on July, excuse me for that, I hope you didn't hear that burp, July 5th, um, it is the Sunday before my Monday episode, it is a good solid 90 some degrees, Friday was the first day where we got over 100, and uh, we're in the midst of the summer, wow, and we are officially on the back half of 2020. So definitely want to talk about that today. In terms of the summer thing, I'll share a brief story with you. Um, typically, I typically excuse me, I do my lawn run on Friday Friday morning. Every now and then on a Saturday, but Friday morning is really my go-to. And I try to start as early as possible um, because one, I want to uh, get it done so I can still have the day. And then uh, during the summer, you want to get started uh, to avoid uh, the heat. Now. Uh, during the school year, I will I will wake up at five, sometimes even four thirty, and get started, um, because the school year kind of crashes on me. There's a lot more responsibilities. During the summer, it eases up a little bit, and so I won't get up at five. Um, I think this time I got up around five thirty. I wanted to hit the road at six, and I had a twenty miler ahead of me, and uh, so twenty milers are always daunting. I usually run five twenty milers per training cycle. Uh, and I've done one all right one so far. It went okay. Uh, so this one's coming up. I was meeting my buddy Danny around mile six or seven. He and I were going to run together until around mile, mile 13 or 14. And then I was going to finish up downtown and Amy was going to pick me up. Uh, one of the challenges we're facing right now is all the water fountains in town have been shut down because of COVID. Uh, and I'm really going to not talk about COVID too much here. We can't avoid it. But that, those are usually our places where we can catch some water. So really all we can do is we can stop halfway at this one hotel and run in and get some water um, and go from there. Uh, so I hydrated a little bit better before the run than I typically do. Um, kicked off and was doing okay. 20 miles are tough no matter what. Um, but this is a lot like that marathon of mine a couple of years ago. When the sun really got going, that temperature just spiked. So I got water at 13, 14. I was feeling okay. I think I was around, actually, I was around 12 and a half. And man, oh man, that last seven miles kicked my butt. It got so hot. And uh, I was really, really hurting. I stopped at mile 18, just went in and stopped my watch. I did okay. I had a pace of like 810, which is not bad in the heat. And then that last little bit, I just walked, ran it, walked 10th of a mile, ran 10th of a mile. I was dizzy. I was nauseous. Um, I went into the Italian station, my, my favorite coffee shop, just grabbed the water, drank it super fast, got a little nauseous, um, steadied out a little bit. By the time I got home, I just laid down on the floor and went to sleep. And uh, Emma, my youngest, said, Mommy, is Daddy dead? Joking, of course, but it just laid me out. Somewhere around midday, I got my hydration back. I finally was able to eat and pulled it back together. But saying all of that, folks, please, please, please be careful in this heat. 
it will kick your butt if you're not prepared for it. And it did mine that day. Um, so for Father's Day, the family got me a new bladder for Camelback. Camelback is this contraption you wear on your back that's basically a camel back. It's a camel hump. It's, it keeps water in it. And so you don't have to run with a belt, which is really awkward. Um, and you can drink water more often. So now that we're really getting into to heat, I'm going to start wearing that. And uh, it'll help me out a little bit. Can't wear the belts anymore. Used to run all my runs in belts. Just can't do it anymore. So having said that, here we go, friends. Just a little PSA. Please uh, be careful out there with the heat. Looking in the second half of 2020, never have I seen so many people just groan about the first half of 2020. And don't get me wrong. We've had the fires. Uh, you probably forgot about that, right? Kobe Bryant died. Uh, COVID-19 was not going anywhere. Uh, we've got this really um, ugly election coming up. Um, there is so much cultural unrest. And in the midst of this, there's some good things happening, right? But, it, I mean, uh, murder hornets. Like, it just, it just feels like the year is really out of control. And uh, I, I shared with you at the end of 2019 how I like to pick a word or two. And uh, this year I picked three. I just couldn't decide. And, and I didn't share my words. But one of the words I picked at the end of 2019 was change. I just had this great sense that 2020 was going to be a year of change. And man, oh man, doesn't mean I predicted 2020. But man, oh man, I just could not have imagined so much of what's going on is a year of change, no doubt. So as I look at the second half of 2020, I recognize, first of all, how immensely blessed I am. No one in my family has gotten the coronavirus. We know people who have. We know friends who have lost loved ones. It's a real deal. We have been blessed. I mean, Amy basically barely left the house for like 10 weeks. Um, she's back out doing grocery shopping and things like that with a mask. But uh, you know, we have been blessed. Uh, my job has been steady. Um, my kids have been healthy. And of course, it was really difficult for Meredith to lose so much for her senior year. Um, but we enter into 2020 blessed. Um, and so as I think about, like, how do you, like, how do you prepare my, how do I, am I preparing myself? Maybe how you can prepare yourself. Um, I, I don't think resetting to normal is possible. And I'm not a huge phrase, a friend of the, fan of the phrase new normal, but I'm sorry, you just got to accept it. You know, fighting for everything to get back to the way it was is just not going to happen. I mean, the closest we're going to get is if they can pull off an NFL football season, right? And they say they're going to, but I just don't know how. I want the NBA to start back. we got baseball getting to start back. Those things are norms for us, right? We're hoping for that. But they're just... I mean, it, we're not returning, returning to normal. The, the political and cultural conversations about everything from history to race and um, our, our physical health, and those things are not going to change. Coronavirus is not disappearing in the next couple of weeks. And this election's coming up. And so my encouragement to all of us is you got to lean into that change. And what I mean is look at what's going on in our culture and ask ourselves, What's the change that is good that you're seeing? And then how do you participate in it? I mean, if this is a new era of public accountability with our health, I mean, it is, no matter what you think, it, it just is, then you ask yourself, then what do I do? 
if I recognize that these new norms surrounding the public accountability of our health are not going anywhere, then then it's just what you've got to, to lean into. You've just got to participate in it. And if, um, uh, if schools are going to be drastically different in the fall, which they're going to be, then you've got to lean into it. You're like, okay, it's going to be different. What's the best I can make out of this? Leaning into the new changes and the new norms is going to give you immense amount of peace instead of just grinding and pining away for what is probably not going to come back. So that's my first tip. So I'm going to pause here, uh, and I will be right back. I hope you've got time to kind of concentrate on that, take that in. We'll recap it when I come back, and we'll hit my second tip. Thanks so much, friends. Hey, friends, I am back. Thanks so much for giving me a little break there. I am recording this while I'm driving down the road and needed to make a stop and just knew that I couldn't do that well. So I was talking about prior about... Um, just leaning into the change. I mean, it, the change is coming. Doesn't mean that we agree with everything that's being changed. Um, but what it means is that we don't just keep fighting for, I want things to get back to normal. Because uh, normal is just gone, friends. I'm just telling you. So so the second thing I want to encourage you, first thing, I'm going to encourage you to myself, but of course I'm going to encourage you to you, is uh, the second half of the year, I just really want to find my heart being more generous. Uh, there's so many ways we can do that. First of all, I don't want to be—I want to be more generous with people uh, with whom I have difference of an opinion. Listen, we're living on an, an opinion society right now. Um, there's just there are differences of opinions everywhere, and there's so many conflicts based on it. And what I want to do is I want to hold my opinions uh, fiercely, and I, I want to make sure that I've pursued them and make sure that. What I'm, I'm believing is true. Um, and, but I want to be able to bump into people that have opinions different than mine. And I really want to just be more gracious towards them. Um, I've been fortunate to spend time with a lot of people who have different opinions right now. And uh, it's, it's enjoyable uh, to have some back and forth. Um, but it's enjoyable to know that I, I can interact with those folks and be kind to them. And they've been kind towards me. It's not always the case. There's times where I've been an agitator, they've been an agitator, but really want to be more generous um, towards the people with whom I disagree in the second half of 2020. And I, I, I just don't think there's any other option, especially as we head, head towards more divisive time in our culture right now, especially with the, the election coming up. It's going to be, um, you know, uh, it just looks like it's incredibly divisive. So I want to be more gracious with people with whom I disagree. I can leave with a disagreement of opinion and, and hopefully still be in a great relationship with folks. I, I'm hoping for that. But then just generous as well with my, my time and finances. Just overall, I just think it's a time that we're called to be generous to one another and to serve. There's a passage in the Bible that says, Owe no one a, owe no one a debt of love, uh, which means uh, we always owe love to another person. Like we, we don't ever pay that debt. We're always called to be loving to other people. And if we make that approach, I think it's going to be easier for us to be more generous. So, friends, that's my take. It's not huge, but as I look at 2020, the second half of it, I'm optimistic. I'm always optimistic, but I'm looking forward to seeing what it looks like. Um, our, our, our culture is just taking a flip right now, and it's just not going to be the same. Uh, so my encouragement to myself, my encouragement to you is lean into that change. 
And then second, let's just be more generous. Be more generous to the people with whom we have different opinions. And then be more generous in just loving and serving people with our time and our money. So friends, thanks for listening so much to the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast. Uh, We'll be back later on this week with another episode. I appreciate everybody who listens, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Thanks so much, friends. Bye-bye.